Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. All right. Hi, my friend. Um, Hi. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Post Mother's Day I mean, I texted you, but happy Mother's Day, you know, face to face. Yes. How was your Mother's Day? It was good. <laughs> Mother's Day is a funny day. Like, well, you know, I don't know. It's different because I don't have a partner, obviously, to like take over with the kids and do everything nice. So it's me and the kids. But they tried really hard. But you know how it is. It's like they want to make breakfast. And it's like, yay, now I'm going to have to walk you through how to make the pancakes and clean up the mess. And then it's, 
you know, can you take us to get you flowers? And it's like, I don't really need flowers. No, but you, we want to get them for you. You deserve them. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, let's get in the car and go buy flowers. <laughs> so it's like, it's great because it's sweet. The kids were adorable. They, they were very good. At least the older ones, the girls were very good about doing whatever I wanted to do that day, which I wanted to go to, um, did you ever go to Butler's Orchard when you lived here? It's, it's like the pick your own farm. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I think I did. Yeah, I'm sure I did. It's a really cute, like, pick your own type farm, pick your own strawberries, this and that. And I love going there. And in May, they have a field of peonies, which is my favorite flower. But the kids, like, Harry loves going. The girls have outgrown it. And they're just like, it's hot. There's bugs. But I wanted to go pick our own peonies, so they were good sports about that. And then it was gorgeous here. I assume it was gorgeous where you're at, too, because it's always gorgeous there. But we had beautiful weather, so then we um, went to my favorite, like, hiking trail that goes down to a creek. And we took the dog and just, you know, skipped rocks, went hiking, Jumped in the creek a little bit, which was just perfect for me. We did that too. So it wasn't a, I'm going to go get a pedicure, you know, and lay in bed all day, but it was very good still. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Ours oh, was good too. Necklace. Do you like it? Oh, it's beautiful. It says mama. Yes. I love it. I love it. Gorgeous. Which I picked out and ordered myself, but it was from the kids. So it still <laughs> counts. <laughs> tried though i love it i know um, good for you guys it is what it is but yeah, it was great it was great the kids were so sweet which just like was amazing tell me about yours what did uh Schman do we were low-key i mean we did the same thing we got up in the morning kj was like so ready to you know kj gets up at like 6 a.m religiously every day we we have yet to sleep in so we you know we got up and we were just like yeah he seems like he wants to go outside so we just got him in the stroller we walked up to this park we like we let him run around he was so happy um and we just got to I wanted to like exercise a little bit and just get sweaty so we did that and then we just went to brunch it was really nice um and it was like low key. So we just went to brunch. We came home. We took naps. Um, we just like hung out. There was beautiful sunshine in the afternoon. Went outside and played with KJ. Yeah, it was good. It was, I, I'm sort of with you. It's funny, like, because I, I have all kinds of different friends, you know, friends that like want a lot of gifts on Mother's Day. I have a girlfriend that nearly left her husband because he didn't get her anything one Mother's Day. You know, I mean, I, 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 I have moms that like in my life that don't want anything for Mother's Day. So I'm sort of like that. Per- I don't know. I, I love Mother's Day, but I really don't need anything. Going to brunch to me is like perfect. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I like handmade stuff like Sophie made me these cute bracelets. Like she beaded those for me, which was like super sweet. And they made, um, they painted wind chime kits, which I also bought myself from Target and said, (laughs) here, do this for Mother's (laughs) But they painted those. So like handmade stuff and cards will, makes me happier than anything else. Me too. And Schman got me really nice cards, one from KJ, one from him. And so it was great. We just, we just had a nice, you know, day and. We're like not buying each other gifts because, you know, we want to buy a house. We got to buy a baby. We're like, you know, we have have big bills. So we're like, we're not doing gifts for a while. So I'm fine with that. 
Oh, that's good. I was going to ask you that next if he got you anything, but got to buy a baby. Got to buy a baby. Got to buy a house to put the baby. Absolutely. And people were like, you know, didn't he get you anything? I'm like, no, I did not want anything. And I'm totally fine. I want like a a house and a house here costs a million dollars. So, you know, I mean, that's like. Tell me about it. Buying a $600 piece of jewelry or something is like, okay, that's like part of our mortgage payment. So pass. (laughs) That's like. I mean, I'll, we're such boring, responsible adults. It really Ugh. sucks. It really sucks. But it was really, it was really nice. It was awesome to just be celebrated. So good. I'm glad you had a good Mother's Day. I saw that post you sent me, by the way, about um, like these mothers trying to like kind of get rid of Mother's Day. Yeah. What do you think about that? It was a, it was a TikTok video, basically. Yeah. And, and, and what, of course, you know, the thing with TikTok. Go ahead. You explain it. Well, the thing with TikTok, once you watch one video, right, it shows you numerous others in that space. So I I click on this video of this woman, and she's basically like, you know what I would rather have instead? I, I don't want to celebrate any holidays anymore as a mom because she didn't use the word triggering. But she basically said it it's so emotional because I it reminds me how underappreciated women are all, all year round, how even if you're married with a decent spouse, women end up doing more of the heavy lifting than men when it comes to childcare, how, you know, society doesn't listen to women. I don't know. I was like, hot to trot on that. <laughs> like, I think, I don't know. I see, you know me, I'm, I'm a crazy optimist anyway. So I just think things are getting so much better for women. I mean, there's no other time in history where women go and be the breadwinners and more men are staying home and being stay-at-home dads than ever before. I'm like, that isn't insane female progress? I don't know. No, I totally agree with that part. I actually follow her on Instagram. Um, She's all about like, it's okay to not be okay. She's really brings a lot of awareness to like mental health and moms and not beating yourself up and that kind of stuff. But I was surprised to hear her take that stance. I guess... Libby Ward, by the way. Libby Ward is her name. That's her name, yes. She has a million followers on – she's got a huge following on TikTok and probably on Instagram too. Yeah, I didn't even know she was a big TikTok person. I just already followed her on Instagram. But I – so here's the thing. I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind on Mother's Day. It was actually towards the end of the day when it was winding down. And I was like, oh, this is so nice to be like – celebrated for all of my hard work because I work so hard as a mother. You know, it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I was just coming off of spending a solid week at home with Harry while he was sick. And I did think to myself, like, man, I really should get more than one day for for everybody in the family to, like, recognize. And not just the family. You know, I when we were at the store, like, the cashier was like, Happy Mother's Day. Like, that is nice. It'd be nice to be appreciated more than 24 hours in one year. That thought did cross my mind. But don't take away the one day that we do have, you know, (laughs) for some bigger cause. At least we've got 12 hours, a solid 12 hours of it being our day. Wait, just to give our listeners. Although at the end of the day, Harry did ask me because he kept saying, it's not Mother's Day. Mother's Day is over. It's Kids Day. (laughs) And the next morning he woke up, he goes, Mom, is Mother's Day over yet? Is it back to Kids Day? I was like, dude, every day is Kids Day. Yes. Mother's Day 
is over. Wait, I'll play, uh, just so our listeners have context, I'll play a little of this video and then you can go to her. Sometimes I think that I don't want to celebrate things anymore. I don't want special days, Christmas, birthdays, Easter, Mother's Day. Not because I don't like celebrating, because I don't like being thrown into an abyss of emotions that I can't get out of. Instead of being like, yeah, I'm a mom, I'm doing great, Mother's Day. Special days just bring up a lot of feelings. I'm like, you know what would be better than Mother's Day? A mother's society. You know, raising children in a world where mothers aren't expected to do more than fathers are expected to do, or where mothers are appreciated for the value they offer, even if what they do is unpaid work at home. For people to actually, like, listen to what we say. Not just a kid, but <laughs> healthcare practitioner. We say we're not okay. People do. do. something. Wondering what happened to my identity. Overthinking everything I've ever done as a mom. Questioning if I've got what it takes. Never mind the issues we may have or may not have with our own mothers. Or why society just forgets about us. Even though we've got a really important job that impacts everyone else anyone anyone else sometimes i think that i do <laughs> i think she's like I, I i'm sure she's lovely but i feel like that's such a whining like give me a fucking break now more than a, you have facebook you want a mom's group go on facebook there's a bazillion mom's group on facebook that are there to support you need help have issues with your she, but that's other mothers recognizing another mother's hard work because they do it too. I get what she's saying about a society that appreciates it more. When people ask me, like, if I'm actually out with other adults and people say, what do you do? Like, there's a part of me that kind of hates saying I'm a stay at home mom because it, I feel like I get judged by it. And there's a lot of like, oh, must be nice. You don't have to work. You just get to stay home with your kids instead of society's reaction the norm being wow that's really amazing i know what a tough job that is that's got to be really hard that is not the reaction you get <laughs> so i get i get what she's saying i don't want to take away holidays but <laughs> no I, I, I get a, it. a lot of people probably agree with you i just i i don't know i just feel like you know, becoming a mom and maybe it's different. You know, I, I, I do the podcast and then I, you know, then I'm partially stay at home mom. Like, I guess, I don't know, to me, like I think about the podcast, if the podcast went away, like if everybody stopped listening, like I, I'd be fine. Like I all, I don't know. I feel like I, my job now is to like, make sure KJ is a well-adjusted human being. That's what being a mom, I think a parent and a good parent, and you are, is about, right? Is like you do lose a little bit of your identity because you have a person that is completely reliant on you for everything. And not only that, they're so naive. They 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 trust everything you tell them. If you told them to jump off a bridge, they would do it. Like, yeah, sorry. You don't, like, I just, I think, I don't know. I think there's like a, this subgroup of women sometimes that like they want a badge every day for being a mother. Like, that's what being a parent's about. You you are sacrificing. That's why you should never have a child until you're ready, right? I mean, don't you think it's like why I never wanted a kid? I'm like, yeah, I don't have a life now. But that's what having a child's about. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Well, does it have to be either or though, that either you want a kid because you want to be a mother and you can be a great mother, but you also want to be appreciated for the job because it it is a lot of hard work and they're you know full time full time working moms I, you know still the majority of them do the work at home too more than their male counterparts not all of the time but the majority too you know there's there's going to there's a lot more single moms out there that have to work and then take care of the kids all night than there are single dads out there that work full time and then take care of the kids full time. They're out there. I've met a few, but you can't tell me that it's not just expected of women when we're mothers to do that more than it's expected of a man to do that. Well, and I I do have to say single moms and what you do is is significantly harder than what I do because I do have another partner. You know, you know, like when you're in a good relationship with a partner that helps, you know, and you've been there at different points in your marriage, it like it alleviates, it does give you a lot more freedom to have an identity, go out with your girlfriends, do other things, you know, but single parenting, 
is a whole nother ball game. Like that, it is so difficult. And there are days where you just feel like completely underappreciated, I'm sure. I will say, and maybe this is just humanity that we always tend to focus on, that we have it worse than somebody else. But when I do go through Instagram and I follow a lot of mom accounts, like the one that we just mentioned, and they talk about how hard it is and they're so exhausted and they're, you know, everything I just said, that it's a 24 hour, seven day a week job. And then I see that they have a husband there helping them. Right, she puts her it does hurt me some. I'm like, dude, you do have help. You know, maybe he doesn't carry as much of the weight as you want, but you do have somebody there that if you're sick, he can take the kids to school. You know, he can throw the dirty dishes in the dishwasher once in a while. So I do get a little, a little um, judgy at that, but there's people that have it much worse than me too, that I'm sure are listening to this going, ah, if only she knew how hard I had it. So maybe we always think that we have it harder than everybody else, but I do think that mothers should be more appreciated. Like they are on Mother's Day a lot more than just one day of the year. Okay, last question on this, because I know we want to talk about platonic um, friendships as adults with the opposite sex. (laughs) Um, But what would you like to see? So, you know, because I think a lot of women agree with you in this video. What would you like as a single mom? What would you wish? What do you wish that people said or acknowledged to you on a weekly basis? Well, I don't know about it on a, a weekly basis, but I I do wish that it wasn't just, well, you decided to have kids, so you know, you made your bed, go lie in it, that instead it was respected <laughs> do people, do and appreciated. Make you feel like that like to people. Well, yeah, yeah really, really. I posted, yes. I posted a clip from the podcast that we did. Um, do you remember when we did the clip about I was um, getting upset because it had been Harry's birthday and I was sad that, you know, with the girls and with him that we don't have more family around, that it's just me and feeling like I'm not enough. I guess Instagram decided to push that clip and it kind of went viral. And I got a lot of messages that were like, stop whining. Like, this is what you decided to have. And there are kids that don't even have a mom and blah, blah, blah. So I just wish like, and I'm not, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but (laughs) whatever, (laughs) I'll regret it later. But you know how when somebody is in the military and like the response is always like, when you find out it's respect, it's thank you for your service. And you automatically have respect for that person. I wish to some degree, it was the same reaction to I'm a mother and even more if you're a single mother, but just, you know, I I stay home and take care of my kids instead of like the reaction being judgment from other women, just as much as men, probably more so from other women being like, oh, must be nice. I wish instead it was like, thank you for your service, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. It's great to hear that because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, I've, I haven't really encountered that like yet I'm sure people talk shit behind my back but nobody said to my face like oh you know you kind of work from home and stay at home like no one said that yet but there's time (laughs) like I envy you some because I feel like you've got a little bit of the best of both worlds like you can say you have a career 
you know, you are a professional personality and producer, <laughs> which gets the respect while also, you know, you're staying home and taking care of KJ. Like, I feel like you've, I envy your situation some. Like, I feel like you've got the best of both. Well, I think one child is easy Two, you know, I mean, I say it all the time. I mean, I am so grateful for Dan. Like, I, I have no idea why Dan stayed with me or married me ever, but it's the greatest gift. No, I mean, really, because I do I do have girlfriends where they do the majority, they have full-time jobs or they're stay-at-home moms, and they do everything. And that is the expectation, you know? And it is a job. It, You know, if your partner goes out and works, they have a full-time job too. I mean, they're keeping a roof over everybody's head and all that stuff. Everybody plays their part, but... I mean, I have some girlfriends, both parents work, but she does do the majority of stuff. And I don't know if it's because she's never asked him to step up and do other things or if that's just their dynamic. But I I am very lucky and I think it looks probably easier than it is because of Schman. That's the only reason because Schman really is hands-on. All right, quick pause to thank one of our amazing sponsors, Horizon Fibroids. Ladies in the DMV, so many of you listen to this podcast episode. You live in D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And 80% of all women will have a fibroid by the age of 50. Go and see our guy, Dr. Will Neem at Horizon Fibroids. They accept almost all insurance. I've been saying it for years because Dr. Will is one of our longest standing clients, thanks to you guys. You know, this is my full-time job, so when you frequent one of my sponsors, it literally helps me, and I try to always find sponsors that I feel like help you, that I actually like. I've tried their products. I know them. I can give you a safe endorsement. Dr. Will is that guy. Lots of times our OBGYNs, when it comes to fibroids, will say, get a hysterectomy. That'll get rid of it. Uh, That might be for some people, but it's certainly not for all women, especially if you think you want to have a child later in life. Call him horizonfibroids.com. You can make an appointment right there. You can check and see if he takes your insurance. We love him. Also, there's a Reddit page for this show. Get involved with Reddit. It's a great way to have discussions, meet more friends. We love us some Reddit. Reddit.com, The Sarah Fraser Show. You can talk about Natasha in my interview. And actually, funny enough, I just put up a clip of my mom when she was on the Kane Show back in the day. It's up there if you want to hear it, as well as some throwback pictures every single Friday, Flashback Friday. So you can keep up with the craziness that is the Sarah Fraser show and you amazing fans that have been listening for years. Mm. That's the only reason. I will say the one. Yeah. And that's, and that's amazing. And not to say that, you know, you don't, I'm sure you're exhausted from wearing both hats. And I, and I will say the one category, cause I don't want it to be implied that I am, was presenting the opposite of this, who does have it worse than me. Would And when I say worse, like, <clears throat> I love what I do. Obviously, I chose to be a stay-at-home mom. I choose it every day, and I want to keep it that way. I love it. But the one category that I can't imagine being in their shoes is a single mom that has to work full-time to put food in the kid's mouth and a roof over their head and come home every evening and then be mom full-time by herself. I cannot um, even fathom the exhaustion she must feel. So that is that is the one category that I I think deserves the most respect to be honest. Oh, 100 degree, 100% and they deserve they deserve to have a rant like this woman had her rant <laughs> like they deserve a full rant. That is so hard. And it's, and so many women listening to this podcast and you know some dads too. I mean they have partners that 
don't contribute child support, don't see their child, don't help in any way. I mean, that's so hard mm-hmm. to do it. Like, some, you know, if you're separated and you have a partner that at least pays child support, shows up, like takes every other, whatever, you know, the arrangement is, like at least you get some relief. But there's a lot of people out there doing it without any of that. And you're right. They deserve the most credit. Yeah, can't even fathom it. All right, let's so, talk about <laughs> shift gears. Let's talk about platonic relationships. I feel like you're gonna get some. I feel like I'm gonna get some shit for that that part. No, but. I think people would get, so agree with you. That's how we learn. Oh, I think people agree with you. No, I think people are gonna say to me like, "You can say that because you have one kid and you have schman and blah 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 blah, and women are underappreciated and all that stuff." I, you know, and there are situations. I think that's true, but I just, I don't know. I see it as I feel like, and maybe it's because I'm pursuing my career, but I feel like I think of my grandmother, my, you know, great aunts, like they didn't even have a choice, my grandmothers. Like, I'm sure they were so sad and depressed. They, the idea of like dreaming of a career or moving to LA, like that didn't even, they couldn't even think about that. Like that wasn't even an option. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, ladies, this is like huge. We've, we've got this like amazing, you know, shift in society, but everybody's circumstance is different. So moving on. Um, okay. Platonic. I was trying to think of how I ended up texting you this. If it was a conversation that I had when I was at the bachelorette party. Anyway, we were talking about platonic friends of the opposite sex as an adult. Are you, when, when you and Peter were married, when, when you and, and you say as an adult, you mean like past like college age past college age right so you guys are married and you have a platonic friend from high school of the opposite sex so you know you obviously you you grew up in florida you know you went you were at flz you went to school down there so do you have any platonic male friends that you hang out with as an adult you know I did have some friends. That's funny you said FLZ. I definitely had some male friends from the radio station that I would regularly hang out with before Peter and I got married. I feel like after we got married, that stopped for both of us. Really? We, either, we hung out with couples or friends of the same sex. And that is that was probably a rule that I put into place, like... Because here's the thing. I think yeah, when ta- the thing ta- I always feared in marriage was not like he is going to see some hot woman and he's just going to so sexually desire her that then he has an affair. I worried about having an emotional bond with a woman that started out as platonic. And then once you make that emotional connection is when it's easy for that line to become blurred that then you think it's something more, especially say, you know, he and I were fighting, but he's got this woman that he confides in. It's a lot easier than I think that's when people end up having affairs. So we had a rule like and he about he was happy to abide by it. Also, no friends like alone time with friends of the opposite sex. Oh, wow. And we, and we both did. it. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that was me just being fearful or if it was smart. I. Now that I'm older, I'm not sure. I definitely still think it's true. Like women, you have to be careful if your man has a female friend that is his confidant that he confides in, that he spends time with, (laughs) you know, that's when it gets slippery. I mean, 
one of my exes, that's how I remember that's how he and I met. Like he had a girlfriend and we started hanging out just as friends. Like we met in the program and then that turned into doing things together. You know, we were rock climbing buddies or just having lunch, but we were just friends. So it was okay until like we started spending more and more time together. And then I kind of felt like he was emotionally cheating on her with me because I was the one Mm. that he started calling when he was upset. I was the one that he was telling about how his day at work went. Like it slowly chipped away at their committed relationship. Mm. So even in, in future relationships, I think I would still be I don't think I'd ever make hard fest rules again because I think that was kind of immature of me, but I would be very wary of a close female friend. Even if they were like attractive or really? Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. People leave people or have affairs for all different reasons. Um, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) I don't know. Shaman and I have always had you. Well, I okay. I mean, Schman and I have both had platonic friends from high school. Now, Dan's dear friend Lisa, he grew up with, um, went to high school with. She's now married to another guy they all went to high school with. They have two kids. I mean, I love her. You know, she was like the first person, and and she knew a lot about Dan. And when we first moved to LA, obviously Dan hated it. So I was talking to her, and she was like, "Oh, don't worry, that's Dan. You know, he's been that way." forever he doesn't like change um you know he'll adjust you know and so I loved it because she had some insight on him she obviously knew him long before I did and I would completely trust them I mean you know the thing is is like Dan is never like a he never wants to like hang out with these women really without me so I guess I I guess I'm always included you know so I think that's probably the 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 bigger thing and vice versa, right? I grew up with, you know, my friend, Mike Pano, who was my neighbor forever, who, you know, dated my cousin, but now is married with three kids. And we love, you know, we don't see each other much anymore because he's got three kids. We have KJ. But, you know, Schman's always invited, but we always get together. My friend AJ. And I mean, I, Dan would be totally fine if I had went and had coffee. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't be fine if I like went out drinking with them all night. But I mean, their wives wouldn't be cool with that either. You know what I mean? So I guess it's like... Mm-hmm. But if we had, if we bent up and had coffee, Schman would not care. But I think it's like all I think in the that's context. Totally you know? And it's not something you're doing regularly, right? It would be just like once in a blue moon, maybe you had coffee together. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, for my business, like as a producer, I mean, I go out and have coffee with people of like the opposite sex all the time and have like meetings. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. 
I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. It's interesting. It's definitely something I had zero tolerance for when I was first married and in my 20s. Like it just did not, was not okay with me. But I think what you just described, I think is like the perfect balance. And like you said, if doing it the right way and it's trustworthy, why would the other spouse not be invited? You know, it's like, ends up being couples stuff like a weekend barbecue bring the wife and the kid or or, you know bring your husband aj yes when it's yeah and i'm the texting i like do you have any male friends when you have been with dan or in a previous committed relationship where you had a platonic friend that you were always texting with, like that was the person that was your best friend and you talked to all the time. Something funny happened during your day. That's the person that you text and tell about. No, it was always the person I was seeing, right? It was old man Ed, who we remember from mm-hmm. the radio, you know, then I was single for three years. Then I met Schman. Schman was always that person. Um, no, I mean, no, it was nothing like, and you know, of course, remember Eric from the Kane Show? I mean, we were always tight, you know, when I was working there. So we would text probably daily, not things that were like, oh, I'm emotionally <laughs> drained or whatever. You know what I mean? It would be more, it would be all show related, you know? And same yeah. with, Sa- you know, Sammy and and Kane. But of course, when really, when I got to know him, you guys were getting married. So you you were married. And then shortly after that, Sam was born. So, you know, we texted Peter more about work than other things, you know. But Sammy, we'd all go out. But I mean, we were single and old man Ed, like, never mind. <laughs> But he'd been married. He was too tired and old to care. <laughs> Which, by the way, it was really funny because I was 25 or 26, and Ed was actually only like 38 or 39. He was like really not that much older than us. But, oh my gosh, and, but thought, that's terrifying. He seems so old. I know. And he's I younger know. than we are. He was younger than we are today. Yeah. Because ah, shoot me now. Ed and he I seemed like my parents. I know. 
I know. Well, he had that like, I don't know, slicked back hair. It was like a Which little I bit of a- he's not listening. <laughs> I know. He probably <laughs> listens to every episode. Um, <laughs> like, he was such a nice person, though. He was a lot of fun. He just- But yeah, I mean, he really was not that old. Like, we made it seem like he was a lot older on the show. And he really wasn't. Well, he, he also like, he dressed like an old man. He wore like- button down shirts tucked into his shorts with like loafers and no socks you know which i guess is trendier now but at the time that was how like your dad dressed <laughs> totally totally yeah I, I it's interesting and even my neighbor my neighbor here in la she's single and she just met a guy and she's she thinks this is perfectly normal and fine and i was like all right i'm gonna be curious to see where this goes but she met a guy out they were at a concert she was actually standing next to him and he was there supposedly with just a female friend and asked her out on a date, and now they're going out on a date. And she goes, oh, I love guys that have female friends. And I said, really? I don't know. Well, maybe. but they were single. But he was single, right? He's it's single. totally okay to have platonic friends when you're single. It's once you get into a committed relationship. So let me ask you, where if, you know, Schman has a female friend that's like, you know, been his best friend for forever – where do you draw the line about their relationship? What would make you uncomfortable? Um, Really, like, you know, as long as he's full disclosure, I have no problem. Because I, I know over the years he has a couple of female friends. And, I mean, really before we had KJ, I think, as you know, you know, having a kid, like, changes a lot of things. Um but I don't know. He was always like full disclosure. He, I, I think I was always fine with it because it was always I was invited. And if I couldn't go, I was working or you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And <clears throat> but they would go to like. So what if he wanted to go get drinks with her after work and didn't invite you, didn't just said like, hey, it's or like I made plans this Saturday night to go with. Barb, let's call her, you know, to get some drinks and dinner. Oh, well, hell no. I mean, if just left it no, at that, would no. you be okay with that? No. Like, I'm with you. Like, I mean, if he was like, hey, Barb's in town. Um, she wants to meet up, like, for drinks. Like, I told her we could all meet, like, at 4 o'clock. I'd be like, absolutely. And then if at the last minute KJ was sick or something, I'd say, go. Why don't you guys go have a drink, like, meet or whatever. And, you know, like, I would totally do that. But saying, oh, I'm going to meet Barb and you're not invited? No. Fuck no. I'm with you. Yeah. Like, hell no. Right? Okay, good. Right? No good. Way. No, I think that's totally acceptable. Yeah. Oh, uh, it makes me look back at some of the relationships I've been in. Like, men are sneaky. Like, that one of the exes that I was talking about, he could totally convince me why it was totally okay for him to hang out with, with a female friend. And it's, oh, they're good. Really? It's, it's there's some shy ones out there. Yes. I feel like most women, like it's easy for us to sit here now and say, like, heck no, I wouldn't be okay with that. But I would think, I don't know, I could be wrong. I actually want to hear your thoughts on this. Most women who got cheated on didn't see it coming, obviously. Like, I don't think it started off with their man doing anything super in your face like the situation I just described with Barb that we're like oh absolutely not that would never fly but don't you think it probably starts off most cheating cases much slyer much slicker oh yeah yeah I mean I would have to imagine that most people cheat with somebody at work right so they they spend a lot of time at 100. work 
they end up <clears throat> having a work spouse and, you know, you become closer and closer and I don't know, maybe that person's single or they're unhappy in their relationship and then it just goes from there. And work situations are hard because lots of times you do have to network and be at work or you do have to stay late or you do have a company, a so-called company. Th- you know what I mean? It's harder, I think, to decipher like what's true and what's not there. Yeah, I think that when it started shifting for me with that relationship I was in is when he stopped being really transparent about I had access to everything. Like I knew his passcode on his phone. You know, I could knew the passcode on his computer, like that kind of stuff. When that started to change, like it was, oh, well, I got a new phone and I just happened to not share it with you, you know, and that's when that's when the warning bell started going off that there's something shady going on here. Like at the time he convinced me it was just because why do I need to have access to his phone? Like, don't I trust him? And shouldn't I be entitled to my privacy? But in hindsight, it's like, yeah, you're so stupid, Natasha. Like, of course, if somebody doesn't want to give you the passcode to their phone, it's because they don't want you to see something in that, a committed relationship. That I one's think. such a hard one. Do you one. and Dan have each other's passcodes? We do. I, I, but I have to like actually think about what Dan's is. I never check it. But I do know it. And it's very complicated. I got It's like, I don't know. Anyway, I do know it. I have to like, it's like a social security number backwards or something. I don't know. It's like a whole thing. Or backwards <laughs> or then the third number's forwards or something. <laughs> I don't know. I have to like write it out. But yes, we we do, right? We do. And we hand each other each other's phones. I mean, not often. I can't say like I don't I don't really check his phone often, but if I needed to get into his phone, I could. I, you know, but I yeah. that one's when hard. When there's trust, you don't need to check up on the other person. Right. And your situation, that one that you were in is difficult because what a re- you know, what a change of events, right? Like you, you'd had this, this password, you'd, you'd had access, then all of a sudden you didn't. I mean, I, that's major red, I'd, I'd have major red flags too with that. Yeah. And I should, and I did at the time, but when you love someone, it is so easy to just go with the denial route and like, well, I guess that kind of makes sense, you know? He does want his privacy and eh, like you, you just, you justify it because you love them. But yeah, in hindsight, there were so many red flags and that was, that was the same guy that I met who had a girlfriend when started hanging out with me regularly. So it's like, oh, I have, I have a girlfriend that I always tell this to, um, whose significant other cheated on her. And she was thinking about getting back together with him. Like if he's, if he cheated either on somebody else with you, or certainly if he cheated to you and you took him back, you cannot be surprised when it happens again, especially if he was in a relationship and he cheated on her with you. Why do you think you're going to be different when he gets tired of you? He's not going to cheat again. That one's so hard. I mean, I have, I don't know if you know any, but growing up, I mean, I had a friend, uh, their parents, his parents ended up, like his mom cheated with a guy that she worked with and they've been married for like 30 years. I don't know. And they've never cheated on each other again. I don't know. It's so hard to know. Yeah, actually, that's a really good question. I'd be curious how many. 
like of our I, listeners are in relationships where they were the other person and did it happen again? Look at uh, Lauren Sanchez and Jeff Bezos. They cheated on each other with each other's spouses and they're still together. They're going strong for a couple of years. Um, then Shania Twain, Shania Twain and Muck Twain, her husband. Oh my husband. gosh, that one was so bad. It was with her best friend. And then she ended up marrying the best friend's husband and they've all been together. Each set has been together forever. I don't know. Sometimes cheating works out. It's so, isn't this so hard to know about life? It's so, but my friend's parents. I could I mean, never, yeah, I could never trust somebody that, well, I guess if, I wouldn't even cheat with somebody that's in a relationship. But if somehow I did was the other woman, I don't think I could ever trust them not to do the same thing to me down the road. Um, okay. Do you think after knowing all this that you've known and going through everything you've gone through, what do you think your next relationship will look like? Is he going to have any friends? Can he go out? Do, do you keep his phone? Like, what? Do you, how, how's it going to absorb? Like, how will it unfold? <laughs> Honestly, I I admire you and Schman's relationship, like everything you described. Where <laughs> you well, we, but seriously, I, I, you guys, you laugh together. You're able to work together, have fun together. You support each other in the parenting roles, you know, and with like the housework and everything else. And you know, you don't like we we're saying. You don't have to make rules about you can't see anybody else because. The only time they want to hang out with a platonic friend, they're inviting you along. So, like, I wouldn't ever, like how I did with Peter, I wouldn't ever go into a relationship going like, here's the rules, like, here's the manual, I expect you to sign at the bottom, you know, no platonic friends, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if those things start to occur, I'm out the door. But in the right relationship, they won't happen. You know what I mean? With a good man. I just want a good man next time. I don't know how I will ever be able to trust somebody again. It is going to take the most patient man, but I just want a good man that has honor and values and isn't going to screw me over, not because of how much he loves me, but because he's not that type of person. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah takes a lot of work and um I you know like I said Schman should have left me because I broke up with him I went out with other people then I would call him back I mean it was you gotta like, just give yourself off the hook for that you know <laughs> well you know you're I a do, good wife I do because I, you know what by you know what I think like this is terrible but I think what I learned right is kind of treating him like shit the first couple years we were together then we sort of had this real breaking moment and I really saw him like how much, you know, because part of the reason too, and we had to do a lot of work on each other, right? Because everybody comes to the relationship with all kinds of past hurt, right? We both lost our dads. Yeah. Um, you know, Schman's kind of a workaholic. So he worked all the time. So I was like, I don't think he's even that into me. I don't think he cares if I break up with him and go see someone else. I mean, Meanwhile, we were like living together. But, you know, I think when we finally had that like real heart to heart, I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy like really loves me. I can't fuck around with his emotions. 
and I think that's when I was like, I ha- you, you've got to go all in. And I'm, it's hard for me. I, I have grass is greener syndrome in so many aspects of my life. So I had to really commit. And of course, part of the way we did that was getting into emotional couples therapy. We still go to therapy re- faithfully. And that, I mean, that really like made us realize what we had. Because it was, I told you, I think I've said this before, but it was the therapist because I was like on the fence, all this stuff. And I, she basically was like, exhausted and she's like uh, I'm gonna tell you something Sarah she's like this is like basically she was like this is as good as it's gonna get like you're never gonna find a man this good to you this supportive like get your shit together this is your opportunity to have the guy that you've just dis- like this is really gonna work I deal with couples all the time that have not a fucking shred of chance of being together and you guys have it so and I that I'm glad I'm grateful for her for saying that because it really woke me up and I do. I mean, wow. I, I let myself off the hook, but I, I always want to say that to people because I think people do think Schman and I, and now after 10 years together, we do have a very easy relationship, but I never want people to think it's like, I, I don't have a love story where I saw him at like a movie and I was like, this is the man, you know? I mean, I was like <laughs> was 30 minutes late. I was chatting up another guy that I was going to go out with if he didn't show up in like five more minutes. You know, I don't want people to be like think this was some you know I mean it was bumpy at first now yeah he's the love of my life like hands I'm I'm so grateful but took a while I love it I always I I love it it's I'm learned I've learned a lot about relationships I'm realizing not just like what I've learned from mine which is learning from pain and mistakes and betrayal and all that crap but by observing other couples that I admire their relationships, you know, like my mom and my stepdad, my aunt and my uncle have always had a marriage that I admire and they've been married a bazillion years. You know, it's, you can learn a lot from watching other couples and watching, watching the men too. And, and right. What it looks like to see a man that, really truly has unconditional love for his wife and not just that i want somebody i feel like i've never been with a man who really saw me for me Mm. like that sounds kind of cheesy but who really just saw me for like my truest self which i don't blame the men i was with before because i didn't even know myself until recently now that you know i'm in my 40s but I want somebody who really just sees me and doesn't just accept me, but like cherishes that. Yeah. Me for who I am. I want to do the same, you know, for him. That'd be nice one day. I feel like it's a needle in a haystack, but maybe one day. After we talked last time, I decided like I haven't done it yet. But I was like, yeah, I really should go back to online dating. Ugh. It'll always be there. Take your time. I'm not going to meet somebody at Whole Foods. <laughs> you never know. I met Schman sitting next to him on an airplane. Uh, honestly, I, the biggest thing you can do is just keep working on yourself. Make sure you're healed. You're where you want to be. You're, because when you're at that place, like you, it's, it is the law of attraction. It's like you cannot help. If you're whole, you can't help but attract somebody that is also whole. Because you, the people that aren't whole, they can't stay with you. They can't because they just, they're not ready, you know, but when you, or if you meet somebody and they're willing to put the work in, like if they're willing to go to couples therapy with you, if they've been hurt and they're open about it and they're honest every time, 
that's like somebody you're like, okay, this this is like a future. But but you'll know. You're getting yeah. so wise. You're going to be able to suss out the guy that's like, you know, half in, half out, still married, whatever, you know? Totally. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I just hope I can, you know, figure it out before my boobs are hanging in my belly button. <laughs> Would be nice. Well, all on God's time. So who knows? Your tits might be at your knees, but you'll be the happiest you'll ever be. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right look, oh my god we have busy busy things going this on fun. this was so much fun it's always great to check in with you my friend i love doing these um where can people find you follow you your videos are great that you do for us every week oh you? thank you and i just started doing like it's not quite a podcast yet but just these longer episodes on instagram that just dive a little deeper into all the stuff I've learned in my life. Um, and you can find those at, at Ms. Pink Monster, MS Pink Monster on Instagram and everywhere else, but mostly my home is Instagram. I love it. All right. We'll see you next week, Natasha. See you, my friend. Bye.